welcome back to another episode of Immune to the System. Today is Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. Wow, it didn't even seem real coming out of your mouth. That's true. <laughs> 2022, here it is. Uh, look, I got my nails done. If you can't, if you're just listening to the audio version of this, they're a red sparkle dip. And I got my toenails done as well. <laughs> Absolute breaking news. Well, well there, is, exclusive there is something very hear. important that you need to know about my toenail situation. First of all, on my left toes, I can't move them. They're just paralyzed. They don't move. My right toes, you would think that foot would be okay, but no. My big toe on my right toe, the toenail on that has come off like three or four times in my lifetime. And right now, it's on an off. The toenail is off, but some has grown, Eric. Some has grown, and I couldn't believe well, it. Well, if it's, if it's been ripped off three or four times... It keeps it, going it, back, yeah. Yeah, it would have to regrow. But anyways, it grew a little bit, and the guy at the nail salon, he painted the little stub piece that's grown. So have a look at it, honey. Look at it. <laughs> I can't. Bend it up. I need to bend it up. Oh, there it is. No, my big toe, not my little toe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oof. It's supposed to look like that. Kind of looks like a mummy. It looks so funny. Anyways, I had a great time at the nail salon. Just thought I'd let you guys know that. There was no homeless people there. It's kind no of like a... It, it kind of... For people wondering, like, what does it look like? It looks like a pizza with too much crust. What, my toe? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that joke was so late. We were so far past the toe. I mean, just so you know. Okay. Anyways. But you don't think it looks cute? Obviously, it looks... That's what I was saying with the pizza and the crust thing. It looks really <laughs> cute. Like, really cute. That's how I like my pizza. A lot of crust. <laughs> anyway, you know. So, yeah. I, What's going on in the world, guys? I mean, you know, it's... What do you want to talk about today, honey? That's all I'm bringing We were talking table. about the sublime because, I mean, yeah... Well, What's going on is tyranny is stepping forward one big, big step at a time. Our cats are using that opportunity to scratch all the furniture. Life is crumbling around us. <laughs> yeah, I had to yell at that little kitty cat. I have a spray bottle that will spray at them sometimes. If I can't find the spray bottle, I just make the motion with my hand. I go, and then he gets scared and thinks my hand's a spray bottle. Yeah, that's fine. I, and, um, it's a gun. I, just, I also just realized um, we didn't do our tradition saying hi to who's watching so i guess oh, yeah. uh lila's uh, uh nail salon uh artist is watching i actually didn't tell him about her show no i'm just imagining <laughs> she's watching she's a big fan oh okay well i should have told her about the show oh yeah i'm gonna start doing word of mouth uh advertisement for the show because anything i post about it just gets settled down yeah that's the only only way you won't get censored so, hi to Prob Joe. Hi to our friend Chip, because I'll send this to him. What's up, Chip? Hi to my fa- my family I offended. <laughs> They're watching. Hi, Debbie. We love you. They get offended every episode. No, they don't. I mean, they only seen one episode. That's how offended they were. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. You know what? That's comedy, though. Comedy is supposed to be offensive, is it? I mean, I don't even know. They've got the marker for what offen- offensive is. Just like, I don't even know. I mean, I think if 
you're not doing offensive comedy, it's probably pretty corporate. You know, as much as bacon jokes really uh, mean a lot to me, I think the jokes about how society is going are probably more important. And yeah, because society really is the joke, isn't it? Yeah, it's crumbling. Um, Fauci was testifying before Congress today. Rand Paul gave him a lot of a lot of zingers. Some good uh, some good information came out today. So they these papers came out showing that like you know Fauci conspired with. So he's the head of the NIAID. Francis Collins, the head of the NIH. They conspired together to discredit three separate scientists that were criticizing them. And they actually like had it documented in email. <laughs> There's even one part where the article comes out on the wire, and Fauci basically go, uh, responds to Francis Collins like, "Oh, we got him. We got him good." You know, it's just like it's so obvious. Like they can spell out what they're doing to a T. Saying, and you know, a lot more emails came out saying that they were doing gain of function research in Wuhan, and they're like, "Oh, you're mis." characterizing it i mean even when they get caught then they don't even want to admit it here's the thing we got our whole society afraid of this virus this virus <laughs> but what really people need to wake up and be afraid of this vaccine the vaccine is the virus the vaccine is what's killing people yeah and uh i think what you're saying is the vaccine is really what we should you know, not not, you know even, not even be afraid of, but are just we don't going even, to trust the guy it. that funded what made COVID nineteen? Yeah, the it, architect. Yeah. Of the of the building we have to live in. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Um, obviously, he's covering his butt, and he's making sure that people don't find out what he did and what he funded, and that he collaborated with the. Uh, to quote him, the Chinese com, I mean, the, the Chinese scientist. I mean, he even said, like, oh, he was trying to say, like, the Chinese communist scientist. He accidentally said it. It's it, it's tough, I mean, because it doesn't matter. It's painful. What, it doesn't I think matter what, what it you is. say. It, it'll get censored and said, oh, it doesn't mean But you anything. know what? We still have to keep speaking and be brave, and that's why it's important. You know, I, we, we, can, we can still do something about this. Well, it's just funny to me because... Um, Rand Paul is testifying to Fauci and basically saying, I have these emails that say that you're smearing somebody and saying that they are misinformation and they're, and you're discrediting them. And then Fauci says, no, Rand Paul, I discredit you. You're misinformation. And it's like you're, you can't do the thing he's accusing you of doing as a response to doing that. You know, I mean – Fauci, you kind of played into his hand there, and so it's it, it's it, that's that's really what it is. Like you see him over and over do it. They lie to us, you know. I, and they're allowed to lie to us and stay on air and on Twitter and on Instagram, and then twist their lies. But if you try to call out their lies or um, have a differing opinion that that's not of the narrative, they will censor you. We are losing our country because the freedom of speech is what this country was built on. And without freedom of speech, we can't have a proper discussion about what is going on here. Uh, it's yeah. painful. That's, you know, that's why I wanted to start this episode talking about my nails, you know, because I. It was going to get deep quick. It is very, it's like, you know, the world around is crumbling. You see people falling into this mass psychosis. 
but I still had to get up every morning, fix myself, go out into the world and find my joy. You know, because it, at the end of the day, everybody's going to die anyways, okay? We're all going to die, but I'd rather be fighting for freedom That's than right. just to lay down and take it. And I will not just lay down and take it. I will keep speaking because communication and our language, this our our minds are so powerful. That is why they are going after our minds. That's why they want people to be talking like parrots, to be on TikTok, to just be copying the latest trend. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't want you to create for yourself because they don't want you to realize how powerful you really are as an individual who is a victor, not a victim. They want everybody trapped in this victim mentality because victims are weak. Victims are easier to control. And victims are just dumbed down. That's how I feel, you know? Yeah. The- I just feel like when you when you just accept that, oh, I'm just, just, I'm just a victim, it's okay. Maybe you're, you could be a victim of something, but you could rise like a phoenix from the ashes and become a victor. And that is what we're trying to do. We're trying to wake people up. Stop being a victim. Be a victor. Be in charge of your own life. Say no to the mass, to these mandates, to too much government. There's too much government. Government has way too much control. I mean, this the the advertisement that they've used to manipulate everybody who has fallen for this trap, because that's exactly what it is, Eric. It's a trap. Yeah, for me, what you said was perfect. The the vaccine is actually the pandemic that we're under. The second epidemic that we're under is social media and the propaganda. The third one is the schools. Um, It goes on and on. We are living in World War III right now. We are living in it. That's why we have the collective anxiety. You know, we are we are under attack. America has been under attack for a while now. It's just we're just seeing we're just seeing it more now. And those of us who are awake, who are fully awake to this, it is really scary to see how these innocent people of America could just be so brainwashed so quickly through an app called TikTok. Yeah. You know, it's like the the rise of glorification of mental illness all these pronouns, people wanting to feel special. Uh, But really, you're just all doing the same thing. And you made a great point because you know it's a weapon of propaganda from our enemy, the Chinese Communist Party, because for their citizens, you were telling me this, they can't, um, they can only view it like an hour a day. They can only view positive things. They don't even allow men to be effeminate over there. You can't even go into it at a certain time. Like it's just like it's a store that opens and closes. You know, honey, I feel like our generation and the, um, the generation below us—they're—they they're, have a lot of depression and anxiety because so many people are chasing after these short-term pleasures. You know, high-hit dopamine trying to go viral people aren't thinking of the long-term goals you know and, and really trying to leave a legacy and a mark on this world you know people are just so they just we're living in this now 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 only fans generation and it's sad it's it, there's a lot of lonely people you Absolutely. know we are we are more connected than ever via 
all of these social media apps and all of the technology, but we are also more disconnected than ever because these social media apps, all the, our phones and our faces, it's like constant advertisement, it's constant propaganda. It's like it could be... A, it could be a really amazing tool. You know, it's amazing that we are able to broadcast this and to talk to y'all and to have this opportunity to make all of this in our house. But it's also really scary how big tech has just censored and throttled down people. Like, if the internet was really a place of, like, complete free speech, I feel like people and people actually got to view things properly more it would be obviously more easier for people to become more awake but i think that these messages would be more appealing to people do you understand like these messages of starting a family finding your soulmate like figuring out your legacy like become victorious i feel like that would be a message that would easily go to the top if it wasn't so throttled down with all this propaganda and bullshit that's like feeding off of people's weakness, you know, like feeding off of people and their desire to belong to something. They're just like, well, <sighs> because all the social media is they're designed to make you addicted to the app, not to make you happy because if you're happy, you wouldn't be on those apps. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> in the sense of like, you wouldn't, because what it is, these are propaganda machines. They want to, they want to create weak cowards who rely on external validation because if you rely on external validation, then you can control them by how much validation they receive. You get throttled down or throttled upward, and then you get you know your you your behavior becomes self censored. Yes. Okay. To, okay. To so what they that's benefit. bringing it back to my point is if if people were actually creating stuff based on what they like thoroughly found fulfilling, not based on oh this will this is what's gonna get me likes. Like I remember when Instagram first came out. I would just take pictures of random things that, oh, like my food, this or that. I wasn't thinking about like, oh, this is what's going to get people's attention. You know, it's more like, oh, this is a fun way to kind of collect photos and have this like little photo album. It's interesting to me how people are creating things based on trends. It, it, there's not a lot of originality. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you, you have these trends which are also being pushed by demonic entities who want to make people like to tap into people's like demonic side i don't know eric it's yeah, just no, it's dude, i've just seen point. some creepy shit on tiktok and i'm not even on tiktok i don't have tiktok on my phone i only see the tiktoks if it's like shared on someone's instagram or something i just refuse to download it just because i've seen it's already so everywhere without me having to have a tiktok account without me having to download it i see it everywhere and i already spent a lot of time on instagram it's scary for me to think of it. I just wouldn't want to open that for myself. Well, I mean, out of all the apps, it's the one that spies on you and your information the most. And it's going to try and shape your behavior even more than the other apps do. I mean, they all do, but. But it's almost like that, like. I don't know. It's, asking... it's, it's, scary. it's scary to me how it, it seems very, like, mind-control-y. You know, like, you're sitting there on your phone. This is what I was going to get You're to. scrolling, 
and it's every 15 seconds or 30 seconds and the way that the app is designed the way that it's so it it, it, it kind of just it's like you're like a hamster on a hamster wheel you know you're just you just keep scrolling and you could sit there and then before you know it two hours has gone by mm-hmm. and you had plans to maybe clean your room or do the dishes or do something yet you didn't do any of that because you didn't leave your bed because you're just watching TikTok. You know, and it's, so it's not only is it like filling people's minds with propaganda, it's also taking away people's time and our time is so precious. Our time should be used to grow within ourselves and to become better. And it's, I just feel like it's, it really holds people back. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were talking about this earlier and you were asking me, why do they have all these trends that people follow and then even deeper within the app why is it a big thing on tiktok to have like a bunch of people dancing in synchronicity or doing the same thing like group challenges and it's because they want you to get to thinking as a collective not an individual oh, that makes sense. they don't want you to be creative they don't want you to stand apart because that'll lead to bravery they want you part of the collective part of the we which means you're part of the crowd and you follow what the crowd is doing. And so you're good at not inventing, but uh, essentially replicating and copying what you can do. And those are a group of people that are much easier controlled because if you, for instance, if you feel like your path is guided by God and God is, you know, the reason behind your decision-making then they can't really control you like this, you know, group. But if you're if you're looking for external validation plus money and other things, those are those are much easier things to control. Yes, that that makes a lot of sense. I just I don't know. I feel like I'm the more I I feel like myself, I still have a lot to learn. The more I continue to wake up, the more I'm seeing things about myself and I see it in other people and it just kind of it's just like wow we really are in World War Three. it really just kind of snuck up on us and people are walking into the gas chambers and standing in line for the COVID vaccine testing sites and mm-hmm. getting ready for their fourth shot and and this is dividing families. I mean, in some people's families, they're so split apart that, you know, they haven't talked or seen each other in the last couple of years, you know, so we don't even have to send people to war, you know, we just create this war in, in between their families, wow. you know, and it's so, it's a masterpiece, really. Yeah, they, if they you understood. If you think about it, Eric. It's, they understood it's, the group psychology of how to control people very well. And the next uh, epidemic that we're under right now is testing because, you know, they already had to get you with, you know, locking down and then they had to get you with the vaccines and, the you know, and then they had the masking before that. And now it's, oh, you need a test, you need a test. And it's all just methods of control. They change it up on you momentarily so you don't know it's the same move over and over, but it's the same move over and over. They just, they're trying to control your behavior at all times. I just can't believe that getting married, buying a house, starting a family is what's edgy right now. It's, you know? That's yeah, funny. Or not getting a tattoo. Yeah. yeah, it's just... Yeah, I. it's it's because they don't, they don't want you productive because, again, if those things were trending and cool, 
then you wouldn't be sad and then reliant on external validation most easily obtained from a social media app. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When you have a video that goes viral or you get a photo that gets like a ton of likes or you blow up on social media and gain like a ton of followers in a day, there is a dopamine rush. I've experienced that. I've had several videos, especially in 2019 when I was really trying to grow my social media, when I was really in the trenches of social media. I wasn't awake the same way I am now. Um, I had several videos go viral and it was really exciting, you know, but it's like, gosh, you're on your phone a lot. (laughs) Well, I mean, not only that, but it's also if you're, you can enjoy them fighting in the background, (laughs) but um, if you're if your understanding of how the social media app even works is that there's an algorithm and so a lot of the things that get throttled up are not necessarily it's not a meritocracy as much as it is a propaganda measure uh, for a lot of them yeah that you know you're it's interesting that you say that because i even have seen like a lot of um we know a lot of people in la because we were in the entertainment over there it's interesting to see some of the entertainers the the way that they're pushing their propaganda through just certain tweets um and 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 in comedy these jokes that are like appeasing to the government and the narrative and yes get get your vaccines you're an idiot if you don't get them like well that's what that was the main thing i wanted to get to so in the corporate world and social media they have incentivized everyone to not talk about vaccines or if you're going to talk about them, it better be a glowing commercial. Those are the only two settings allowed. Other than that, you're not allowed to discuss it. And you see that on social media, they throttle down everything that isn't discussing it. And then they, they sponsor literally the, thing, the things that go big. And then you see it in the corporate world where it's like, it's already a culture like, oh, if you want a job, you better not talk bad about the vaccines. You better wear a mask and get a test. I mean, you have to follow in with the system to exist in the ecosystem of any economy now. And that's how they know how they can hold you back. And that's why you see people making fun of people. Oh, they're independent. Oh, they sell their own stuff. It's like, yeah, they don't want to rely on, you know, people like who are controlling us right now, pedophiles. (laughs) I just can't believe, Eric, that we are just accepting that, oh, in order to work at this place... You have to be vaccinated. I mean, them's the rules. You have to be vaccinated. In order to go into this building, vaccinated. In order to watch this comedy show, vaccinated. In order to go to this theater, vaccinated. And we're just okay with that. Vaccinated or a $150 COVID test that, you know, states that doesn't work, but we want to take your money. I mean, we can go into the the moral argument of if, if it's wrong or not, and obviously it's wrong. But you can go into the logical argument of like, none of this shit works. Masks don't work. The tests trigger more false positives than positives. Oh, and the vaccine doesn't even offer you protection. I have a timeline that we just posted of the Pfizer CEO in like late 2020. He's talking about, uh, oh. Did you make a video of that? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll have to put that in. Boom great day for science it is a great day for humanity when you realize that uh, 
your vaccine has a 90% effectiveness, I think we can see light at the end of the tunnel. If someone has had two doses uh, of your vaccine, do you consider them fully protected against any variant that we're currently aware of? For what we know so far, we haven't seen any indication that uh, the current vaccinated people with the two doses are not protected uh, compared to the South African or the Brazilian or the UK variant. Uh, and we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a the booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh, uh, in, in, against deaths, I think, very good. Um, and less protection against uh, infection. Now, we are working on a, on a new version of our vaccine, the 1.1, let me put it that way, that uh, will cover Omicron as well. So 2020, he says, oh, it's a gift to humanity, the, you know, the vaccine. Uh, 2021, he says, the two shots will protect you against all these different variants, including the South Africa variant, which means the Omicron variant. And then just yesterday... He was January 10th, 2022. He was saying, hey, uh, you don't have any protection unless you have three shots. And, uh, and, and then at the end of it, he says, hey, we are coming out with an Omicron vaccine, even though I told you this vaccine was an Omicron vaccine. And that's that's what gets me is that. Uh, I'm so grateful that we don't live in L.A. anymore. I mean, I cannot say that enough how happy I am to be a homeowner in Texas. It is truly a divine miracle from God. Thank you, Jesus, for getting us to this side of the country. Thank God. Seriously. I'm just, oh my gosh, Eric. I feel like it has, what is going on in the world right now is so scary, so mind-boggling. I mean, it's so... Just like, wow. I mean, we are really living in a, the craziest time in history. Be people are mad at us for using the Jewish star from the Holocaust. But guess what? This this is worse than the Holocaust. This is like so much worse than that. And the worst part of it is that so there's people who can't see it. Well, they'll say, oh, how could you say it's worse than the Holocaust? Well, six million Jews right in the Holocaust. Over 10 million people starved just in 2021 because of the lockdowns in the first world caused starvation in the third world. And we can get into all the deaths related to the vaccine and all the deaths related to the suicides and drug overdoses because of the lockdowns, because supposedly not enough people took the vaccine or the fact that there's a myriad of people who took three shots who got sick, got um, you know, got inf got infected to the point where they're in hospital. A lot of them died. What's the point of all this? It doesn't do anything. The point of all this is to for the government to have more control over the people, for them to destroy the freedom of America because America's freedom 
um, America as a superpower of freedom and individuality and going after your dreams and having a family and, you know, not, and being independent and being victorious. They don't want that image because here's the thing. When you show people what's possible and they can see what's possible, that opens people's minds. But when you destroy that and you erase that and you make that no longer uh, something that can be uh, dreamed of or uh, achieved. Because here's the thing. Like my mom is from the Philippines. And she said that growing up in the Philippines, her dream was to go to America. Like if she could just get to America, her life would be better. And, And she grew up. Very, very poor in the Philippines with eight brothers and sisters. She's the eldest daughter and her dream was to come to America so she could make her life and take care of her family in the Philippines because that is what America is the symbol of, you know, the the, the place where dreams can come true. And now they're destroying that. So you destroy that and then not only... Is this place going to be a place that's easily controlled by the government? Every other country will become become even more controllable by their governments because there's no longer an ideal. And then that's how the new world order really like comes to play. Yeah. You know? And that is why we as Americans have to stand up. We have to remember our history. We have to remember why why we care and what, what why freedom was fought, fought for. And that freedom of speech is so important. Your mind is powerful. Your voice is powerful. The this fact speech that we can, is powerful. Oh. <laughs> this is good. This is good stuff. You know, it's like the fact that we can even communicate. We should be using these beautiful gifts for good, not for this brainwashing propaganda sucking you into TikTok to where you, you're not making maximizing the most out of your life. Because here's the thing, honey. Life is short. Regardless if... You know, this vaccine, everybody was going to die anyways, right? So it could be easy to argue that, oh, well, if everyone's going to die anyways, and we should all just, like, sit here and wait, 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 wait. It's like, no, life is painful. Of course, it's painful no matter what. Before COVID and this pandemic, you had your all your shit. But we have to have yeah, something to fight thing, for. Yeah, those things called freedom. That's yeah. what you had that you're upset that you don't have now. It's that you lost freedom. Yeah, you said it perfectly, baby. I mean, it's crazy. Just thinking of your mom's story... Yeah, you know, obviously any sane person pre-2019, if they had heard your mom's story, it's like, oh, that's amazing. Now they're like, oh, she wanted to come to America. That She's racist against Filipino, Filipino people. It's great over there. How dare she say that? And that's what they, they're doing with this. Uh, uh, people need to, communism is bad. Communism sucks. Pedophilia is bad. Yes. <laughs> Hello, people! Communism, pedophilia, all of this is bad. What is happening is demonic in our country. Abortion is bad. Abortion is horrible. Every life matters. Babies matter. (laughs) Oh my gosh, look how offensive we are by saying all this. Law and order is good. (laughs) And here's another thing. It's like all this race bullshit has to stop. We are all human beings. Total distraction. It's a distraction from what really freaking matters, and that's the fact that these shots are killing us. So don't take any more. For the love of God, don't take any more of these damn shots. Stop taking them. I mean, and we discussed this. This is actually a big reason why the stars in the corner, you know, racism was just a cover for the larger crimes at play. You know, they... They use Jews as a scapegoat, and yes, there are others like homosexuals and gypsies who they they used to take down in the Holocaust. But it was really a cover for greed, 
for slave labor. So that Bayer, who literally had an, a factory at Auschwitz, would have a railroad connected to the concentration camp at Auschwitz. And so that all those people in the concentration camp would be used as free slave labor to help send stuff back to the Bayer Auschwitz factory. And all the other stuff was just, you know, there, there was some cruelty. There was actually a lot of those experiments done by Mengele were done so that it was unethical experiments like chemotherapy and other things like that that you couldn't do normally. And, oh, we're going to use that data to justify drugs that our drug companies use down the road. And so, you know, you can't fall for the racism card. That's a distraction play. That is noise. The signal is the elites and the globalists. They want to control you and use you as slave labor before they kill you. I mean, it's just, it's, we have to stand up. We have to rise up. We have to remember who we are. We have to remember our power. And you have to go out there and you, you need to wake other people up. And you need to, you need to tell people. I mean, the, the, the time, there we can't be silent anymore. I mean, this is happening really, really fast. This Look at the, all the triple vaccinated people who publicly you know who have gotten sick like in the past two weeks. You know, like the whole cast of The View, Geraldo Rivera. Despite vaccinated people who are smug in their protection, who urge unvaccinated people to exercise their freedoms. It's like the guy in the street if who's they telling get tested the guy every on the day. ledge to jump. Geraldo, you've been, uh, I think you've been holed up for some time. How are you doing? I have, I have. I'm in my uh, in my basement cave, uh, Greg, where I've been uh, basically living. Uh, you know, I am uh, I am vaccinated to uh, to Moderna shots, then boosted with the Pfizer booster. Uh, you know, I I thought for sure that I was immune. I've been very hard on the unvaccinated, as uh, Dana suggests. I eat some humble pie in that regard because I went to Key West, Florida with my family on vacation. And guess what? I came back with a scratchy throat. I insisted I didn't need a test because I was vaccinated and boosted. Uh, then uh, uh, Erica, my wife, insisted. So a couple of days by the time we finally got the appointment, I take the test. Erica's negative and I am positive. It was shocking uh, to me. It was. Uh, uh, in, in some ways, uh, embarrassing. I didn't quite know how to respond to it. Uh, Peter Ducey and Jen Psaki. And then that Swiss marathon runner, triple vaccinated, has myocarditis or has to retire. And Bob Saget dying. And Betty White. <laughs> I mean, and the Brazilian TV reporter on camera. Oh my god! Do you, do you have any Jabber's remorse videos for this today? Um, for me, it's the Pfizer uh, Pfizer CEO, and then I actually did want to discuss really quick the swine flu documentary that I released. Oh yes, okay, weekend. you guys definitely have to check that out. It has been released. It's amazing. I mean, Eric really took so much time to find all of these. It's incredible, Eric. It's like really. Watching it, you, it, watching it is like, wow, they've been doing this for so, they've, they've been planning this. This is the same playbook. You guys have to watch it because Eric really did so much research for this and found some incredible news, uh, news clips and commercials. And it's just, wow. I'm mad with my government because they knew the facts. But they didn't release those facts because they, if they had released them, the people wouldn't have taken. 
and they can come out tomorrow and tell me there's going to be an epidemic and they can drop off like flies to Mexico, I will not take another shot that my government tells me to take. Meantime, Judy Roberts and some 4,000 others like her are still waiting for their day in court. I mean, it just shows, though, Eric, that the time, today's, today's time where everybody's on their phone, they're e more um, easily manipulated because I feel like back then not everybody had a phone like that, obviously, and people could meet up, they could talk, they could be like, oh, look at this load of bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, they could still make fun of it, probably, and talk about this, whereas now... You can't even get together and discuss things you human can't, to human. Yes, and that is exactly why they wanted us all under lockdown. That two weeks to slow the spread, to now into two years of don't trust your neighbor, okay? Don't do your own research. Don't even trust your own mind. Exactly. It is. It was so that they could break us mentally. They could separate us from people. They could train us what to say via social media that, hey, this is what gets rewarded. Oh, you're home, you're alone, and you want to become a famous TikTok person or famous on Instagram? You better say the right things because if you say the right things, we'll throttle you up. We'll give you all the likes. Just wear two masks. Take a picture with your little shot thing. I mean. Post your black square. Bend over. All the things that get you like. Spread your asshole. Create an OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, this is this was to get people so controlled by the phone, they won't even talk to their own family about this. They won't listen to their own family who might be questioning some of this. And, and I just have to say, Eric, it, it was a brilliant, brilliant, miraculous. 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 I was going to say. Um, miraculous. <laughs> remarkable. Miraculous. <laughs> okay, you know, here's the thing. It's because sometimes I think I get tongue twisted with my words because uh, my mom speaks Tagalog. I fluently understand Tagalog. My dad is from Louisiana, so he has a thick country accent. And then, you know, I lived in L.A. for 10 years. How did you blame your parents for you tripping up on your own words? I'm How sorry, dare honey. you? It's just so many accents in my house. I would have friends come over and they'd be like, Lila, how do you understand them? But I do. And I can I can talk to all of you. Anyways, this whole plan that they've done to, you know, get us into World War Three, amazing. They, I mean, it's good. But it's not as well executed as they thought because they didn't count on minds like me and Eric. Okay, because we didn't fall for this propaganda bullshit. No, we did not. We left LA like the Holocaust was coming and they was about to take us to the gas chambers. So we moved here and we're in a house in this studio at our house because we got a house because we are going to own something. We will not be owning nothing. Okay, take that Klaus Schwab. Exactly. And we are here and we are here to wake y'all up too. Come join us, okay? COVID, I, that was just an IQ test. And some of y'all are failing miserably. Okay, this was an IQ test. Yeah, I mean. I, but I will have to say, honey, it is. it does kind of make, I'm like, wow, like, man, I may be disabled. But yo, this mind, this mind though, this your mind. Your mind is sharp. This mind like an MMA fighter, okay? This mind, this mind, real smart. This mind is a way to the I'm as smart as an MMA fighter. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Like, an, if, if you if you took an MMA's physicality and, like, turned that into a brain, that would be how my brain works and operates, okay? So your brain just wants to beat the shit out of people? <laughs> exactly. I may be small, but I'll attack you like a squirrel monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, uh, yeah. So I and you know what? Actually, Eric, <laughs> sorry. You you want to diss on MMA fighters? First of all, first of all, a good MMA fighter that takes some skill and knowledge, and to you just don't. He doesn't know how to dance. Okay, you don't understand how there are some there are some parts of the brain that get activated for those physical movements. You ain't got no motherfucking rhythm. Okay. This is just a, a low blow ad hominem attack. We were having fun, and then you just want, oh, and he can't dance. That had nothing to do with anything. But yes, I, you know, it's I guess the MMA fighters they have the um, disadvantage of they have to do all of the conversations we ever see them right after they get punched in the head. I guess I would have a, a, a less negative view of people if they had to get their head punched in, and then we had to ask them stuff. So maybe you're right. Maybe they are pretty sharp. Eric, I'm sharp like an MMA fighter in my mind, okay? I'll beat, I'll kick the shit out of you. Yeah, because MMA fighters, MMA fighters, they can be doing some kickings too, right? They, <laughs> I don't know. Can they kick? Are they allowed to do that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to kick your ass. That's all I know. I'm going to kick your ass. They're allowed to kick, yes. Uh, there is, uh, and that is uh, in the mixed in the market. Okay, let's wrap this up. Yes, I was gonna say this is the greatest review of the swine flu documentary <laughs> ever. It was, it's a great episode. I mean, a great documentary. Y'all should watch it. And here's here's what I was I was gonna say. You don't want. I, okay, I'm surprised. Mr. Uh, you can't dance. Tell us what you would say because <laughs> you can speak real well, but you can't dance. So, you, so this better be good. You know, Hit, better be music to my ears. Yeah, Hitler could dance. You know, that was the one redeeming thing. Is that dude could just dance. It was, you know, that's why people don't completely hate you know, him. That's like, why Hit they liked him. He had charisma up on that stage. He was an excellent communicator. Hate on Hitler all you want. I mean, I mean, I understand. Oh God! You should have seen him goose step. He was. He did a. He did the front moonwalk. I'm gonna just say Hitler is horrible. But he was a great speaker. Look at all the look at all the things he got <laughs> people great, to do. And a great dancer. And a great dancer. Yeah, and he could outrun Jesse Owens. Yeah, but <laughs> but what I was gonna say is you really can't trust people. The science. You can't trust. You numbers. can't trust the science. You can't trust numbers when there's two organizations involved with the numbers that benefit Wait, from can those I numbers. Say this, Eric, when has ever? First of all, I can't believe people fell for the slogan "trust the science." When has when has been like, oh you can trust me? Uh, no, that's that's not suspicious already. Even though literally one trust of the, the science, I say fuck the science. <laughs> I, mean, I say I'm gonna kick your ass, science, like a squirrel monkey. That's what I'm gonna do, science. Fauci, come over here. I will kick your ass like a squirrel monkey. I will kick you. <laughs> I will kick you in the needle dick that you have. Well, I will kick you. I mean, you can't. Fauci. <laughs> don't fuck with me, Fauci. I don't trust you. I don't trust you or the science. You and the science can go fuck yourself. That's, well, what I, that's how I feel, Eric. When they say don't question the science, part of the scientific method is literally one of the steps is question. So they're literally trying they're to destroy science. Wrong. People who just want to protect themselves and their family if necessary, or if not necessary, would prefer just to forget it. What do you advise them to do, starting with you? Dr. David Sensor, then head of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, is now in private industry. 
He devised the swine flu program, and he pushed it. What do you advise them to do? Well, I would advise at the present time all people over the age of 18 uh, to be immunized as soon as the vaccines become available. We are recommending that states make plans to, to probably offer a second dose. So they were saying that, oh, you know, we were talking about the 75% of people with four comorbidities, they died of the COVID deaths, not you know, uh, <laughs> the 800,000 people claim. And then they tried to say, oh, no, this was only a study of vaccinated people, blah, blah, blah. And then we aren't saying, oh, this study means a lot. We are saying this is an example of why do you trust their numbers at all? When they, they the, both the government and the big pharmaceutical companies benefit from releasing good data. You know what? And you can see in your real life what the actual data is, which is all you triple vaccinated people are getting sick, and there's deaths from a lot of people that were supposed to be protected. And you know what else? I knew the, tri the science was some bullshit when they said you could get COVID from farts. That's when I know. I was like, these motherfuckers, they, they just, they straight fucking with us, huh? Yeah, you could get, you could get COVID from a fart. And I was like, I better not be in an elevator next to nobody. You know, fart in my face, I will have COVID and die. From a fart? From a fart. Cause of death? COVID fart. <laughs> That's, and you know what? I bet someone is listed as a cause of death. Death, uh, death was with the COVID fart. There's a CNN writer out there somewhere who's just like, man, I cannot wait to write that headline. Unvaccinated person dies from COVID fart. <laughs> that would be their biggest story. Oh, man. But from, for me, the main thing that we were, we were getting into was the 1976 swine flu documentary. Check Actually, it out. Make it really does it. get into how they've repeated this playbook over and over again. So in 1976, there's supposed to be this huge epidemic because five people got the virus at a army training facility. One of them died. So they, but the one who died, what did he do, Eric? He went on a hike while he was sick. He had to go on a five-mile forced march overnight. It was just like a regular. He should have taken a nap. Yeah, I mean, and then there were, you know, we spent. 143 million dollars to to vaccinate like 46 million people in America. And what was the point of that when five people got sick at one point and there were technically no actual confirmed reported cases around the world. And here's another parallel. So the vaccine that was tested it was like, you know, 10XA or something like that. Well, 10XA or whatever was, you know, never used. They used a, another version of the vaccine, right? Now, nearly everyone was to receive the shot in a public health facility where a doctor might not be present. Therefore, it was up to the CDC to come up with some kind of official consent form, giving the public all the information it needed about the swine flu shot. This form stated that the swine flu vaccine had been tested. What it didn't say was that after those tests were completed, the scientists developed another vaccine. And that was the one given to most of the 46 million who took the shot. That vaccine was called X53A. Was X53A ever field tested? Uh, I, I can't say I would have to. Uh, it wasn't. Well, I don't know. Well, I would think that you're in charge of the program. I would have to check uh, the records. I haven't uh, looked at this in some time. And so the test results weren't even on the thing you got. 
And so how, how is that similar now? Where, well, uh, Pfizer's FDA-approved version of itself is Comirnaty. No one gets Comirnaty because then they wouldn't be liability protected. So it's just they repeat this playbook over and over. They say they use people in the entertainment world to say, oh, this person, this person, this person got it. When actually those people didn't get it and they didn't even agree to it to them their names being used there's only one thing i can think of that hits harder than us what can that be the swine flu it could knock you flat if swine flu wants to challenge me i'm ready oh me too brother me too this debate between president gerald r ford and the democratic nominee for president former georgia governor jimmy carter as part of informing Americans about the swine flu threat, Dr. Sensor's CDC also helped create the advertising to get the public to take the shot. Let me read to you from one of your own agency's memos planning the campaign to urge Americans to take the shot. The swine flu vaccine has been taken by many important persons, he wrote. Example, President Ford, Henry Kissinger, Elton John, Muhammad Ali, Mary Tyler Moore, Rudolph Nureyev, Walter Cronkite, Ralph Nader, Edward Kennedy, etc., etc. True? Uh, I'm not familiar with that particular piece of paper, uh, but I do know that at least of that group, President Ford did take the vaccination. Did you talk to these people beforehand to find out if they planned to take the shot? I did not know. Did anybody? I do not know. Did you get permission to use their names in your campaign? I do not know. Mary, did you take a swine flu shot? No, I did not. Did you give them permission to use your name saying that you had or were going to? Absolutely not. Never did. Did you ask your own doctor about taking the swine flu shot? Yes, and at the time he thought it might be a good idea. Um, but I resisted it because well, I was leery of having the symptoms that sometimes go with that kind of inoculation. So you didn't? No, I didn't. Have you spoken to your doctor since? Yes. And? He's delighted that I didn't take that shot. You're in charge. Somebody's in charge. There are... This is your advertising strategy that I have a copy of here. Who's it signed by? This one is unsigned. But you, you'll acknowledge that it was your baby, so to it, speak. It uh, could have been from the uh, Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. It could be from CDC. I don't know. I'll be happy to take uh, responsibility for it. And thousands of people ended up... You know, getting paralyzed or dying, getting Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is like para uh, paralysis, not paralysis, um, all over. And, you know, it, it costs us billions of dollars to fix. And the main thing that you should learn is you don't need to be getting these things just because they say you need to be getting these things. You can wait for the data and see that this stuff doesn't work. It doesn't work. Don't comply. Don't comply. And also, before we go, I want y'all to look at my little toe. <laughs> before we go, look at my little toe. Does it look like a pizza crust? Crusty pizza. All right, this has been episode number seven of Immune to the System. We will see you tomorrow night. See you guys.